Beloved, you are about to listen to a message from Reverend Prince Lai. Reverend Prince Lai is the head pastor of Rescue World Chapel International and the lead evangelist of Christ the Healer Gospel Campaign. He has a dynamic teaching and healing ministry with miracles, signs and wonders that has affected and transformed many lives. And now, the voice of Rescue. Heavenly Father, your word is already anointed. This morning, we lift up our hands unto you and we ask that you will take power in our mouth even as we speak your word. Pray that every heart that is going to hear your word will be made conducive and will mix this word with faith that will be able to benefit from every blessing that is in this word. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Put your two ones together for Jesus. Celebrate Him. Let's all take our seats, everybody. Amen. Welcome someone on your left and your right to the house of the Lord. Tell the person, welcome. Tell the person, your life will never be the same. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, amen. Amen. Put your two ones together for Jesus. This morning is a very special Sunday. And I believe God that before you live here, your life will never ever be the same. I'm going to talk to you about something very important. I'm talking to you about what I call raising an altar of sacrifice. What is sacrifice? When you hear about sacrifice, what is sacrifice? Sacrifice is giving up something that is valuable to you. In exchange for something that is more valuable. You see, it has to do with giving up something like your pride, your money, Something special. In exchange for something that is of a greater value. Hallelujah. Amen. Sacrifice entails you giving out everything you have for the possibility of gaining something greater. You see, sacrifice is different from a normal offering. See, sacrifice has to do with giving your all that is costing you, whereas offering is given out of what you have. Something something that is valuable in exchange 
for something that is of a higher value or in order to avoid a greater loss sometimes we give sacrifice in order to prevent a greater loss because God didn't want to lose us he gave something valuable in exchange for our souls. Can I have an amen? So sometimes sacrifice is given in exchange or in order to avoid losing something that is of a greater value. What is an altar? Altar. An altar is a meeting point between man and God. When you hear about altar, it's a meeting point where man and God meet. It is a reference point that makes you gain favor from God. A reference point. Something that you can remind God about in order for you to gain favor. So when you do something for God and it becomes a reference point that God can stand on that to do something for you, that thing has become your altar. In Genesis chapter 28, the verse number 18 to 22, the Bible tells us about Jacob who raised an altar after God showed him a vision, after he had a dream of a vision of angels ascending and descending. God showed him, he raised an altar there and the Bible says that after many years after his left, God came back to him and reminded him that I am the God of Bethel where you raised the altar. Bible says, okay, can Genesis home now? Everyone go for a day and say, I'm Jacob. Bible says, everyone who are for some of the for me. Bible says, oh, altar, I was happy. So, altar can be a reference point. Where, where God meets you. Or something that you remind God of. In order for Him to gain, in order for you to gain favor before Him. So there is an offering you can give to the Lord that can be a reference point that throughout the year God consults that thing to favor you. And that is what we call a sacrifice or an altar. Hallelujah. Amen. In Psalm 50 verse 5. Psalm 50 verse 5. Psalm 50 verse 5. Let's go there quickly. Psalm 50 verse 5. The Bible said, Gather my saints together unto me, those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Gather my saints together. Those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. So according to this scripture, God is gathering a group of people. And this group of people that he's gathering, they have a covenant with him. They have an agreement with him by their sacrifice. By their sacrifice. And and we are explaining that sacrifice has to do with giving something that is unusual or something that is very important to you. 
in exchange for something that is greater. Now, what is the value of sacrifice? What is the value of sacrifice? The value of sacrifice is the cost you incur in giving it out. When I say value of sacrifice, I mean what makes it sacrifice. What makes it sacrifice has to do with the cost you incur in giving it out. It has to do with the pain you you endure or the pain you sustain when you are giving out that thing or after you give out that thing. For example, you have only one child and you give that child for sacrifice and the rest of your life you have no child and you suffer alone. That becomes the cost of your giving. And so we call it so the value of sacrifice is measured by the cost involved in giving it. So what you go through after you give out that thing is the real cost of your sacrifice. Hear me, child of God. If what you do or what you give out do not cost you, it is not sacrifice. If what you gave to God did not cost you pain, then you didn't sacrifice. You think you can give out of your money and so you will not even feel like you have given anything. But there is a level of giving by the time you give for the rest of the month you are going hungry. You know this is all you have and for the rest of the month you are walking to work and you are sleeping without eating all because you gave something and so it becomes your sacrifice. Put your two ones together if you understand what I'm saying. If it costs you nothing, it is not a sacrifice. Second Samuel 24, verse 24. You see a story about David who wanted to, to, to raise an altar of sacrifice unto God. And he went to a man to give him that that land and that offering for him to give and the person was giving the, the land for free and David said I cannot give anything to the Lord that will not cost me the man was giving him the land for the offering free and giving him the the cow and all the animals for free. No man, because David is his king. And David said, No, 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 no. I cannot give anything to God that didn't cost me. So I prefer to pay. And so David paid for it. In other words, when you give anything that doesn't cost you, it's not a sacrifice. Do you understand what I'm saying? What in the can I say? Listen to me. General giving is different from sacrifice. 
When you are giving generally, we give cheerfully. But when we are sacrificing, we sacrifice cheerfully. We sacrifice with pain. We don't sacrifice cheerfully. When we are giving, we can give cheerfully. But if all that you have is what you are giving, you will not be able to laugh. It will cost you some pain. It will cost you some pain. It will produce some tears. Because when you look at what you are passing away with, and the uh, the hardship you will enter in the, in the meantime, because of that thing you are giving out, it will make you feel something. Hallelujah. Amen. And that is what happened in the temple when Jesus was observing the offering. The rich people went and they gave different, different amounts. And they thought they had given much. But Jesus took notice of a widow. Who put in all she had? It was just a coin. But that was all she had. Her whole life. There is no money anywhere. She is not expecting any money. At the end of the month, that is all she had. And then Jesus said that this one is a sacrifice. This one is a sacrifice. I pray that this year the Lord will give you opportunities to render. You see, it is very, very funny because when you come into Christians, among Christians, we want God to bless us without sacrifice. But when we go to the devil, he makes sure we sacrifice. Wherever you will go to, among witches, there is no promotion without sacrifice. Among occultic men and women, there is no money or greatness without sacrifice. It's only among Christians that we want to have things without sacrifice. And that is why we have become normal people. All the people driving the big cars on the road. You don't know the sacrifices they are doing every month. You don't know the sacrifices they do to their own God. And the sources of their powers. But you also want to command such power. But you don't sacrifice. You give normal offerings. Even some of you, not even your tithe. You don't even pay tithe. Tithe is not sacrifice. Tithe is giving God back his own money. Sacrifice is giving everything you have to God. So that he will do something in your life. I pray that this year your sacrifice will speak. For you. I said your sacrifice will speak for you. Offers are raised by sacrifice. Offers that will speak for you. Offers that will talk for you. When the devil wants to kill you, an offer that will speak for you, it can only be raised by sacrifice. And that is why when you go to a fetish priest, you will see that they pour blood somewhere. Because that is the altar that speaks. 
for them. And only altar, cast When you check through scriptures, you see that Abraham, Isaac, Jacob were all raised on the altar. Abraham, Isaac, Because that was what was speaking for them. That was what was speaking to God on their behalf. As a child of God, what altar have you raised? What is speaking for you? As you are hearing me, ask yourself that what is speaking for me? What altar have I raised? What sacrifice have I raised? This year, you are expecting God to prosper you. What sacrifice have you made? When a witch is expecting promotion or is expecting power to destroy something, he sacrifices sometimes his children, sometimes his own husband, or his own wife, or his mother. When occultic men are looking for power, they want to win elections, they want to run a company, or excel in their business, they have to sacrifice, raise an altar that to speak for them. Why is it a Christian? We don't want to sacrifice anything for God to have this whole well for himself. He has to sacrifice. John 3 16 told us that he sacrificed his only begotten son, only, only son, in order to win all of us. And so, sacrifice is the principle God even believes in. The devil learns it from God. Listen to me. In all spiritual realms, in all spiritual realms, sacrifice is the requirement to become great. It is a requirement to become powerful. It is a requirement to gain something powerful. Without sacrifice, you will be a normal person. Without sacrifice, you will receive normal things. But if you engage the law of sacrifice, if you start raising an altar of sacrifice, if you start giving us something that will cost you. Something that by the time you are giving, you are setting tears. Something that by the time you lay down, you get confused. You don't even know whether you are going through this direction or through that direction. Because something has left you. Something important has left your life. That is what we call sacrifice. I pray that this year, your sacrifice will speak for you. I said your sacrifice will speak for you. I said your sacrifice will speak for you. Clap your hands and shout an amen. Abraham sacrificed to the Lord. In Genesis 22, the verse number 15 to 18. The Bible says that when God told him to go and sacrifice his only son, Isaac, 
He took his son and in his heart he was writing. Even though it was painful. You have sent Ishmael away. And you are left with only Isaac. And God comes to you and tells you to give that Isaac. It wasn't an easy thing. He couldn't even mention it to his wife. There are certain things that he wants to do for God. You can't even tell your partner. Because your partner may not understand. But he didn't even mention it to the wife. He took the son and sent the son to that mountain. Lifted up the sword. About to stab the son. And God said, now I know that you love me. And the Bible says that, and God came to me, verse 15. Verse 15. And the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham the second time. And what happened? 16. And said, by myself I have sworn. In other words, I swear by myself. Say yes, the Lord. For because you have done this. Because you have done this sacrifice. Giving me your only son. Because you have done this thing. And have not withheld. Your son. And he repeated, your only son. Your only son. Your only money. Your only savings. All that you have. All that you have gathered. The only television you have. The only car you have. The only child you have. The only accounts you have. Because you did not keep it from me. In other words, what you keep from God is what is keeping you from entering to your blessing. Tell someone what you keep from God. You are not saying it. Tell someone what you keep from God is what is keeping you from entering to your next level. He said, You did not withhold yourself from me. And, and because of that, in blessing, I will bless you. In blessing, I will bless you. In other words, I'm taking you to the next level. It was on the altar of sacrifice. God will never swear to bless somebody if the person doesn't sacrifice. In blessing, I will bless you. And in multiplying, I will multiply like As the stars of the heaven. Because you have given me this yourself. I will multiply your children. And that is why they are many. The Jews are many. And they cannot be conquered. Every day you enter into including Ghana, you will find Jews. I pray for somebody that after today's sacrifice, you are going to enter into your blessing. I say you are going to enter into your next level. Amen. Amen. Oh, amen. Amen. Very, very important. He told him that, and as the sun which is upon the seashore, thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. Verse 18. And in thy seed shall all the nations be blessed. Because thou hast obeyed me. That is why most of the big inventions in the world, they were made by Jews. 
Most of the big companies in the world, they are run by Jews. Companies like I say, Jews are when, when you are rating rich people in the in the world, Jews come a higher percentage, and the rest of the world share the rest. It's because of this sacrifice. It's because of this sacrifice. Sacrifice is your master key to the next level. If you want to roll away this stone of poverty, this stone of lack, this stone of shame, this stone of struggling that is in your family, if you want to bring it to an end, then you must learn to raise an altar of sacrifice. Abraham raised an altar of sacrifice. And God told him, I swear, when God says he swears, it means that he cannot change his mind. He says, in blessing, I will bless you. I pray for somebody that may not swear for your prosperity. May the Lord swear concerning your prosperity. No one raised an altar of sacrifice. In Genesis chapter 8 verse 20. After the flood. And Noah came out of the ark. Noah made the sacrifice. Noah, the Bible says, and Noah built an altar unto the Lord. And took of every clean animal. And every clean bird. And offered burnt offerings or sacrifice. Now hear me. See me. You know that in the ark were two, two, two of every animal. Two or not two. And they were in the ark for 40 days. 40 days is not enough to, to bring forth the elephant, bring forth this, bring forth gold. No. It's just 40 days they were in the ark. 40 days when they And after they came out, the same quantity. And so, for no one to take one, one, one of the animals, it means that they are no more going to multiply or procreate. So if there are two monkeys, one male, one female, and it takes one monkey, it means that the family of monkeys will be extinct. He has sacrificed. No monkeys will ever be on earth after that one also dies. If you took a male and then a female sheep, only men and female and they are inside. And he sacrificed one. It means that there will not be an opportunity for procreation again. And so it was a sacrifice. But the Bible says that no one sacrifice of every animal. Not thinking about how will we survive. How will we survive for the rest of the year? How will we survive for the rest of the month? He offered them unto God. And look at what happened in 21. And the Lord smelled a sweet aroma. And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore. I will not again curse the earth for man's sake anymore. So 
So by sacrifice, Noah has broken the curse that was on all human beings. There are some curses that are working against us from our family background. There are curses that are working against us from our area that we stay, our neighborhood, and all different places. But the altar of sacrifice to raise this year can negate and cancel all curses against your life. May your sacrifice terminate every curse that is operating in your life. I said, May your sacrifice terminate every curse that is working in your life. Shout an amen. Put your two ones together for Jesus. He said, Never again will I destroy the earth. Amen. Amen. David. Also sacrifice. David so ever for in Second Samuel twenty four. Someone might tell me the verse number twenty four to twenty five. He sacrificed when the angel was killing everybody on the land. There was a plague. Everyone was being killed. Everyone was dying because an angel was destroying everything on the land. And he raised an altar. And the Bible says in verse 25, go to verse 25. And David built there an altar unto the Lord. And offered offerings. And peace offerings. So the Lord entreated for the land. And the plague stopped from Israel. So when he raised an altar and he sacrificed something that cost him, the Bible says that and the Lord stopped the angel from killing the people. I don't know, but maybe in your family there are things that happen to everyone. Maybe in this country there are things that are happening to every business. There are diseases that run through your blood. There are some cases that work in your life. There are things that happen against your affliction. They are called plagues. They are called afflicting. By your altar of sacrifice, all afflictions can come to an end. I pray that the altar you raise today will destroy every affliction in your life. It will destroy every affliction in your life. It will destroy every affliction in your life. Shout your loudest amen. Put your two hands together for Jesus. Isaac, Isaac built an altar in Genesis 26 verse 25 and the Lord blessed him Jacob built an altar and the Lord blessed him God appeared unto him 31 verse 13 and the Lord told him I am the God of Bethel I am the God of the altar you raised the sacrifice you made may God remember your sacrifice after today listen to me the reason why those witches look stronger than you is because they are sacrificing bigger things in their realm 
The reason why your enemies are winning over you is because they are rendering sacrifice you are not doing. When they go to their camp, they render sacrifices of human blood of all sorts of things and you a child of God you are fighting against this people and yet you don't raise any sacrifice of your own you don't raise any altar of your own no wonder they look powerful than you no longer their desires are happening again my prayer for you is that you are going to raise an altar of sacrifice that will silence all your enemies you didn't say your Lord that's amen you are raising an altar of sacrifice that will quiet all your enemies shall I receive it amen amen Jacob raised an altar that spoke for him. That spoke for him. Hear me, in this kingdom, we gain by losing. We gain by losing. We gain by losing. If you want to gain something, you must lose something. That is the principle in this kingdom. It is a spiritual law. When you go to the occultic kingdom, when you go there, they don't give you anything for free. When you go to the witchcraft camp, you don't get anything there for free. When you come to Christianity, God couldn't get us for free. God had to release Jesus. God had to give his only begotten son. It's a spiritual principle. In this kingdom, you don't gain unless you lose. We only gain by losing something. You are praying for increase. You are praying for blessing. You are praying that this year you get more. What are you losing? What are you giving? What are you sacrificing? In this kingdom, what you lose is what determines what you get. If you are not ready to lose, you will not get. Go to Mark chapter 8. The verse number 35. Mark chapter 8. Mark, verse 35 for whosoever will save his life shall lose it but whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and for the gospel's sake the same will save it whoever will gain he must first lose it but whoever will lose it then he will gain it if you can lose something important in your life then you can gain a very very important thing in life if you cannot lose 500 cities how can you gain 5000 cities if you cannot lose 1000 cities if it is too big for you you cannot imagine giving God 1000 cities then forget about God blessing you with 100 million because you don't deserve it in this kingdom 
our sacrifice is a spiritual principle God the Father did it for Jesus to save us he didn't just come to preach he didn't just come to teach after he worked all the miracles he still couldn't save us after he healed all the sick he still couldn't save us he had to sacrifice himself it's the principle of Christianity grace doesn't cancel sacrifice are you hearing what I'm saying the sitting of grace doesn't cancel sacrifice Jesus is the giver of grace Bible said that by him grace and truth came and yet he sacrificed you must sacrifice is that whoever will come after me let him sacrifice himself carry his cross and let him follow me Grace doesn't cancel sacrifice. Sacrifice is a spiritual principle. At all levels. For you to enter to the next level. You need to sacrifice. What are you going to sacrifice? What are you going to sacrifice? What are you going to lose? For the sake of the kingdom. For the sake of the church. For the sake of the kingdom of God. For the sake of the kingdom of God. What are you going to lose? Jesus puts it this way. He said, seek first. In other words, give first. Seek first the kingdom of God and it advancement. And all these things, the cars, the money, the blessing, the business, the company, the wedding, whatever you can think about seek first the kingdom seek first the kingdom first the kingdom support first the kingdom promote first the kingdom sacrifice your life for the kingdom every other thing that you are looking for it shall be given to you my prayer for you is that the Lord will cause your sacrifice to work for you may your sacrifice work for you may your sacrifice work for you. Shout your loudest amen. Put your two hands together for Jesus. Sacrifice. It is not a one time thing. Tell me, do witches sacrifice once? Hello, tell me, all those uh, um, occultic people out there, do they sacrifice once and for all? Every year. Some of them every month. Some of them every quarter. Some of them every six months. They have to go and sacrifice. The Bible told us concerning Shiloh in First Samuel chapter 2 that every year they went to sacrifice. Chapter 1 even told us every year they went to the Lord's house to go and sacrifice. That is how they got Samuel. That is how Hannah got Samuel. It's every year sacrifice. Now, last year, did you sacrifice? This year, have you sacrificed? Where is your sacrifice? We don't sacrifice once. No, Pastor, last two years I sacrificed. We are not talking about last two years. We are not talking about last year. It is your continual sacrifice that provokes the blessing of, of, of prosperity. Psalm 126. 
Psalm 1, 2, 6. Give me verse 5 and 6. Psalm 1, 2, 6, 5 and 6. They that sow in tears. When I would be a sumuno. I thought all you know about is a cheerful giver. But there is another level that doesn't require your joy or happiness. That one, you don't give excitedly. That one, by the time you are giving, you are shaking. This money that I'm going to give, how will I eat? How will I go to work? How will I survive? This thing I'm going to give to them. Listen to me. See me. People sacrifice. We, we, we don't just sacrifice money. Anything valuable. Your television. Anything important. Your whatever set of whatever. Anything that can generate money for you. You can sacrifice it. And when you sacrifice it, it will bring you something bigger in return. The Bible says that they that sow in tears, it is they who will enjoy, who will reap in joy. And then verse 6 is that he that goes forth weeping, he that goes forth. But they are okay. In other he that continually it is all sacrifice is not once. He that goes forth weeping, bearing precious things. You must continue to sacrifice until you break through. I said, you must continue to sacrifice until you break through. If you don't like the class in which you are, you must sacrifice to go to the next class. If you don't like how your pocket looks like, you must sacrifice to move forward. You don't like the kind of work you are doing. You want a change of work. Why don't you sacrifice? Sacrifice is the way out. Sacrifice is for people who don't have. All that they could give. All that they have. That is sacrifice. That is sacrifice. I see you going to the next level. I see you going to the next level. I see you going to the next level. May your sacrifice make a way. May your sacrifice speak for you. Amen. Amen. The benefits of raising an altar. I've spoken about some. The number one. Sacrifice cancels. You saw that when Noah sacrificed. Maybe you, you can see that there is a curse working against you. You You can see that things are not going well. And you can see that no, there's a curse working against you. You need to sacrifice. When he sacrificed in Genesis 8, verse 20. The Bible says that and God came in verse 21. And after God smelled the saints of the 
of the sacrifice. Not anything Not any amount When you sacrifice that which has blood. That one that almost looks like you have shut down your company. Because it is all you have. And you lay it on the altar. And you lay it on the altar. If you are able to do that, then this will happen for you. If the 21 is it, God came and said that I, I can't, I will no longer. I will no longer curse the earth because of human beings. Even though I know they are bad people, I will no longer curse the earth because of this sacrifice. Every curse in your father's house is broken from today. Every curse in your mother's house that doesn't allow people to be glorified, it is broken from your life. It's on the Sacrifice. Number two. Sacrifice delivers you from calamity. When there was a calamity in Israel, and the angel of death was destroying everyone, moving from house to house, healing the children of God. The Bible says that David sacrificed something that caused him. In, in Second Samuel chapter twenty-four, verse twenty-four and twenty-five, and the Bible said that, and the Lord heard his prayer, and delivered them. Now what you want? Delivered them. Now what you want? from the calamity. I pray that every calamity in your family, your sacrifice is going to bring you deliverance. I said your sacrifice is going to bring you deliverance. The Lord is going to bring you. Some of you, it's, it's like a cycle in your family. It's a, it's a, certain things happen to everybody there. It's like some of you in your life, there's a cycle, a cycle of of betrayal, a cycle of of, of, of of disappointment. When something good is about to happen, then something will it's a cycle. It keeps coming. It's called calamity. It's a plague. It can break on the altar of sacrifice. This year, may the Lord embarrass your enemies. Every calamity that happens to you over and over, I command it to be terminated from today. Sound your loudest, amen. On the altar of sacrifice. On the altar of sacrifice. Number three. Sacrifice tends around captivity. Captivity, that is slavery. For some of you, you don't have freedom. You don't have spiritual freedom. It's that there are spirits that are harassing you. For some of you, you can't sleep. When you sleep, spirits come to sleep with you. Spirits come to chase you. You have only nightmares. For some of you, financially, you are like slaves. You don't have financial freedom. You are always under pressure. Always under pressure. You don't have extra. You are always under pressure. That is captivity. Psalm 126 verse 1. 
Is that when the Lord turned around the captivity of Zion? We were like just that dream. May the Lord turn around your captivity. I said, May the Lord turn around your captivity. May the Lord turn around your embarrassment. We were like that dream. Verse 2. Then was our mouth filled with laughter. And our tongue with singing. Go to verse 3. Go to verse 3. The Lord has done great things for us. Go to the next verse 4. Turn again our captivity, O Lord. Turn again our captivity. Oh Lord. As the streams in the south. How would the Lord turn again your captivity? How would the Lord take them out of slavery? Verse 5 will answer it. It says, because for they that sow in tears, they shall reap in joy. So the captivities are turned on the altar of sowing with tears. This year your captivity will come to an end. I said your captivity will come to an end. That thing that says it will never allow you to marry, I command that captivity is coming to an end. That thing that says they will never allow you to become successful, that thing is living your life from today. Receive your freedom. Receive your freedom. Receive your freedom from that financial captivity. Altar of sacrifice. The next point, sacrifice. Sacrifice. Releases generational blessings. It releases generational blessings. When you engage in sacrifice. When you engage in sacrifice. In Genesis. Chapter 22. The verse number 15 where we were reading. Concerning Abraham. When he sent his son for sacrifice. The Bible says that and God said. Quick, quick. God came to him and said unto him. The second time. The 16. By myself I have sworn. Say yes, the Lord. Because of what you have done. Because of sacrifices. Verse 17. In blessing I will bless you. And in multiplying I will multiply you. As the stars of the heavens. And as the stars which is upon the seashore. And your feet shall possess the gate of the enemy. Go to verse 18. And in thy feet are all the nations of the earth. In other words, your generation will be blessed. In other words, your children will be great. Any man that engages in sacrifice, his children become great. I'm telling you, even the occultic kingdom, those who sacrifice, they become rich, their children to become rich. Unless they will not follow with the rules of the sacrifice. In Christ also, if your generation 
If your children will become significant, if you become great, then you must learn to sacrifice for them. He sacrificed. And then the Lord told him that his seed they shall be a blessing to the other nations. Pray that may your children be great. I pray for you that your children will be great. I pray for you that your children will be great. Not just your biological children, but even your spiritual children. And so I know that all my children are going to be great. Because I'm a man of giving and sacrifice. I pray that your children will be great. South, my children will be great. Because I will sacrifice. Clap your two hands together for them. Sacrifice provokes unusual favor. Unusual favor. When you are a man of sacrifice, God gives you favor. And the favor makes you get things that you want. Things that you don't even cry for. Things you don't beg for. If you are a serious, dangerous person who sacrifices you enjoy from favor don't, don't you see the way even from the occultic realm when somebody goes to take to go to sacrifice somewhere and comes to put something under their business you the Christian you don't sacrifice you will be there you see that there will be a long queue in front of their shop and you are wondering why they have had favor before people by their sacrifice in the evil kingdom Sacrifice. It brings favor. Now you are also selling. How will you have favor before people? How will there be a long queue to begin to sacrifice? You must also do what they are doing. Sacrifice to the Lord. Sacrifice to the Lord your God. Can I have an amen? In First Kings chapter 3, verse number 3 to verse 5, the Bible says that in Solomon, Love the Lord. Walking in the statues of David his father. And he sacrificed. Burnt offerings. In high places. And verse 4. And the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice again. But that was a great high place. A thousand burnt offerings. Gathering thousand animals. Can you count thousand cows? One, two, three thousand. They will not even fit into this room. That is one man's sacrifice. That is one man's sacrifice. No wonder nobody is as rich as Solomon. You better even get close. We will get to poor men. All the rich men that they don't get close. God told him nobody will be as rich as you are. Forever and ever. It is sealed. Nobody. That means that you will be very rich, but you cannot be richer than Solomon. Because the sacrifice he made, thousand pentacles. And then the Lord came to him. In verse 5. 
In verse 5. And in Gibeon. Now, Gibeon. The Lord appeared to say. In a dream by night. And God said. What? Ask me what I should do. Ask me what I should do. For me. That is favor. That is what we call favor. Ask me what I should do for you. It's like somebody comes come, come to you and says, What do you want me to do for you? Is that not favor? I pray that God will embarrass you with favor. I pray that God will bring people who favor you. I pray that God will open doors of favor for you. By cast on the altar. Sacrifice. But today people will start thinking about you. Uh, I said people will start thinking about you. People will start planning for you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. What should I do for you? What should I do for you, Solomon? Do my blood in heaven. Do my blood in heaven. Do my blood in heaven. What can I do for you? Solomon. Solomon. Sacrifice. If you can sacrifice, if you can sacrifice, the way you are struggling and nobody is helping you, if you can sacrifice, your help will start flowing. Doors will start opening for you. People will be begging to employ you. People will be begging for, your, for, for you to just marry them. People will be begging for you to just join their company. It is on the altar of sacrifice. I don't know who you are. But I pray for you that after you sacrifice, may God begin to open for you. Lord, I receive it. Without sacrifice, that's the benefit. Unusual favor. The favor you don't beg for. Sacrifice releases financial fortune. Unbelievable finance. Unbelievable. Something you can't imagine. Solomon never asked God for money. Solomon didn't pray for money. Solomon didn't ask for money. Solomon said, God, I just want to be a good leader. All that I need is give me wisdom. Understanding to lead your people. But God said nobody can sacrifice like this. And just go back without money following them. You don't need to ask for it. You don't need to pray for it. You don't need to fast for it. It is deliverable on the altar of sacrifice. That is why they are so rich on the streets. You think all the land cruisers that, that are passing by, you think they are just there like that. You think they are famous on the television for nothing? They will not tell you, but they have a secret. They have a secret. You think their song is, is, 
is selling for for nothing. They have the secret. There is somewhere they have gone to. There is a sacrifice they are making. Don't deceive yourself. Don't deceive yourself. Haven't you seen people who play better than they play? Who 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 are locked up at the at the backside? Because they don't know the secret of sacrifice. I mean, to see people who can sing better than this one. And yet, nobody seems in them. And these people, when they come, <coughs> and they add a rhythm to it, bestseller. It becomes a hit. They have gone somewhere. They have sacrificed something. It's either to the God of heaven or to the others. Where are you also sacrificing? Where are you also sacrificing? When you open your shop, you pour anointing oils of, 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 of different colors. You fast and fast and fast. Nobody comes to buy. But when they come and open, then there's a long queue. You are selling the same thing you are selling. Some may even taste better than them. Why are they queuing to this particular shop? Why think that people are ready to join the, the queue and be there for one hour? And you, there is nobody there and they will still not come. It is called sacrifice. It's sacrifice. They have sacrificed something to come. You to sacrifice something to your God. You to sacrifice something to your God. You to sacrifice something to your God. That's why when we are growing closer to, to Christmas, growing closer to, to election year, see a lot of people die. Because the great men they need plan. Those who are ruling in the affairs, they need plan. They need plan to sacrifice. And you are living a careless life. You are a young man. That's what I'm teaching you this secret. If you don't start sacrificing at this your age, don't blame anybody when you are grey hair and you have nothing. It's called sacrifice. It's Called sacrifice. It's called sacrifice. It's called sacrifice. What sacrifice have you raised this year? What have you given that is making you cry? If you have not given anything that is making you uncomfortable, you have not yet sacrificed. If you have not given anything that has made you angry for two months, you have not yet sacrificed. What is that offering? God is calling you to give a dangerous sacrifice. A sacrifice that you'll be able to pay with five months of your salary. A, a sacrifice you can only clear with six months of your salary. Where for the next six months you are going hungry because of God. That is what we call sacrifice. I'm not talking about offering. I'm talking about your only begotten son. I'm talking about your only money. Your last. If you give God your last, God will give you His best. God will give you His best. Financial fortunes. You, you, you too, you will be rich. I say, you too, you will be rich. You too, you will start a new family of rich people in Ghana. <laughs> 
They said they came to Accra as shoemakers. But today they are multi-millionaires. You think it is for nothing. They said they came here as just as just structural uh, guys. Today they are the richest in the country. You think it is for nothing. Ah, you think they do the salaka for nothing. You think they run the NGOs for nothing. You think they do those things for nothing. Stop deceiving yourself. It's a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice. Otherwise, you work very hard. You get nothing. Because in the realm of the spirit, sacrifice is the way to the top. If you are not ready for it, no matter your hard work, you will not be recognized. Receive financial fortunes. Receive unbelievable financial breakthrough. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. And listen to me. Let us learn the way to the top. Early, now that we are young, don't wait till you are 40, 50, and then now you are now going to start. Do it now. Start it now. Start giving like you are crazy now. Start giving like you are mad now. Start giving like you don't, you don't know service now. I'm not, I'm not taking you to be responsible. I'm not taking you not to save. But I'm telling you that there is something that is higher than saving. There is something higher than saving. Someone to sit the five told us. Get a so in tears. Get a so in tears. Get a so in tears. Get a kid so in tears. They will harvest with joy. They will harvest with joy. And they that continually go. Sowing. Precious seeds. Precious seeds. Weeping. As they are sowing. They come to church. Every sacrifice. They are part of it. They are part of it. They are part of it. They may do it. One month. Two months. Three months. One year. No results. But they keep sowing. They keep planting. They keep sacrificing. They that go forth weeping. In other words, they can't miss it. It is 100% guaranteed. 100% guaranteed that you'll be a rich man. When I see a sacrificial person, I am damn sure that he's going to be a rich man. He may have nothing today. But when I see somebody who is sacrificing, I know that his future will be great. Such people, I get close to them because I know their future will be great. It's not because today they, have, today they have nothing. But you see that they keep sacrificing. They keep sacrificing. They keep sacrificing. How many of you want to break that poverty spirit from you? Are you, are you not that? I am tired of poverty. I am tired of having to calculate every money before I move. I am tired of I've been going to ask for prices. You've been going for window shopping. Where will you store? Why must you plan everything to buy? Why must you first plan? You want to buy television? It is your six months development plan. It's poverty. Say poverty. Poverty. Why? Why is it that you cannot just? Oh, the last one, I, I heard somebody talking about about um, Asamoah Jan. 
He just went to a friend's boutique. He was just sitting down. And when he was entering into the boutique, he saw a car parked in front of the, of the, of the boutique. So when he entered the car, he said, I'm not going to get one. Somebody's car. Oh, no, no, we are not selling. Right there, big money, fat, take it. And he moved the car and called someone to come and take the one he sent there and then just took it away. No planning, no budgeting. I am tired of poverty. He's a footballer who has sacrificed for that what I don't know. But I am a preacher. I must sacrifice and also go to the top. I must sacrifice and go to the top. I don't want to end as a poor preacher. I don't want to end as a poor preacher. I don't want to end as a poor preacher. Don't end as a poor Christian, my dear. Amen. Don't end as a poor Christian. Don't end as a poor Christian. Whatever they are doing out there, they've had a sacrifice. You think the world is just there like that? They've had a sacrifice. They've had a sacrifice. It's the key to the top. It's the elevator that takes you to the top. You will work your head out. You have nothing close to what they have. Because the secret is in the spirit. Prosperity is more spiritual. I would say, you shall remember the Lord thy God, for it is He that gives you power to prosper. That means for you to prosper, you need something fed from the spirit, not hard work. Hard work is important. Hard work is not the main thing. Otherwise, those on the road digging, they are working hard. They are working hard. But they are the poor in the society. They are the poor in the society. They use the trotro a lot. They use the, the bicycles and all that. Those who sit in ACs just reading and writing, they are earning millions of dollars. It's so hard work. Is it hard work? No, it's not. It's not. It's I'm not. not teaching you to be
And the food on his table. And the sitting, the way his servants are sitting. The arrangement of the servants. And the way the waiters are rich. When even the, the servants appear, they are in uniform. Yes. They are uniform. They serve you in uniform. They know that uh, two, two by four one day. And the attendance of your ministers. As I, when you go to a rich church, you will know it by how the pastors dress. And, they are dress. and their apparel. And their appearance. Those that I've been holding the church. Accent by which he went up unto the house of the Lord, and the way Solomon walked, the, the way Solomon walked, ah, prosperity is good, the, the, the queen was taking the way Solomon was walking, no, him and the and the the when you see the CEO of the company, he descends from the land cruiser, I see the way he was. How are you? How are you? You, 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 you see that thing? Oh, that ah, from today, ah. that your robotic work will change. Do you know that there's a poverty way of working? What is that? You said that. That poor way of working. From today, the Lord is changing your work. That's the way the Lord has changed your working. Hey! Because if you don't hurry up to get there, the person will not buy. You see your baby behind you and then. Keep quiet, keep quiet. Solomon will climb the altar. Like a tomb for more even more than that. And the woman was what? Wow. This is money. Wow. He was thinking money. Why you even get close to their car? They open the car. Open on the same one the car now. They are not even one. Not the one we are using. Shit! You, what will come out of the car? They are moving from that level in the name of Jesus. And it is on the altar of sacrifice. I can't move by where? Am I, am I teaching you something? What have you sacrificed to God? That is why you are where you are. I'm telling you why you are where you are. Because what you don't like to do is cause you don't like it. You want to give what you have. And this is what I can take out. I've budgeted for the next one. You don't know how to give up. You don't know how to give for people to ask you, are you out of your mind? You don't know how to give for people to say, are you crazy? You know, they've never asked you before. That is why. That is why you are struggling. That is why. But that issue is changing from today. I said that issue is changing from today. Your loudest amen. 
Let's, let's, let's see more about Solomon. The way he walked to the house of the Lord. When the woman saw it, let, uh, let's uh, it. And his accent by which he went up to the house of the Lord. Semicolon. Now read the last one. There was no more spirit in her. In other words, like she was overwhelmed. Wow! She was surprised! All her two knows she came with. When she was coming, she, she, she brought a lot of those. She, she was coming to show Solomon that he was right. But when she saw Solomon, Solomon and he being the slaves and the servants, when she checked the food they were eating and checked the meat on it, when she checked the drinks and checked the clothes, the walking, looked at the mansion. Bible says that and then her spirit disappeared. After you leave this place of sacrifice, when people meet you, may their spirits disappear. What God is going to do for you, it may not show today, but I'm prophesying to your near future that in the future when we meet you, our spirits will disappear. Our spirits will disappear. You are loud as the one standing by you watch me well I'm about to start a life of sacrifice tell him I'm about to sacrifice and in the future your spirit will disappear amen 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 am I preaching it's serious great financial fortune the woman was shocked how can a man be rich like that in the days of Solomon gold became like stones stones it's common it's common you can easily be walking and then your leg will hit something when you just take it's gold you can just go you just trample a little and it's gold a big pile of gold. And you can see that though. Gold. Gold. Because I'll you to you are rich. That one will continue. Continue. Until it starts showing. They will doubtlessly come back. Until they are coming back, you think they are wasting their time. Until you see them coming, you think, ah, why, why are they wasting my like that? You are going to say, wait till they are coming. That means, wait till the future comes. Tell somebody, I am not stupid. Forgiving to God. Watch my future. Tell him, watch my future. Hallelujah. Amen. Clap your two hands for the Lord. Sacrifice. Provokes answers to prayers. Second Samuel 24 25. And the Bible says that, and when David sacrificed that, that thing, the Lord heard his prayer. Hannah prayed and prayed and prayed. Hannah prayed and prayed and prayed. Yes, upon years. Until she realized that our God needs a priest. All this 
Early children are bad children. God is looking for a priest. Okay, let me give God a priest. And then she told your God, just give me a son and I will give him, but I will sacrifice him. I just want to sacrifice him. So just give him to me so that I will sacrifice him. And then the Lord said, okay, I will try you and see. That's what I'm saying. Anything in your heart, God will put it in your hand. If you don't plan that you want to solve a need in the church, God will never release the money for you. But when you decide that you want to do something in the church, some way, somehow, money should start coming. And God gave her the boy. Bible says after she raised the boy to an appreciable level, she carried the boy and brought the boy to the church. So only time she sacrificed. And afterwards, God gave her five more children. A barren they said she has problem with her womb I pray for you that after you go on your knees in sacrifice and you begin to sacrifice what people say can never happen in your life it will come over and over and over what people say you can never have you will receive it over and over and over so now they say do you understand what did they make an asset it's sacrifice for ya ya sacrifice for ya ya sacrifice for ya ya list to increase am one adore it to make you increase am one adore it as that's the one verse 2 they look to abraham look to abraham as she abraham look to abraham she abraham i called him and have increased him and multiplied my friend on my man adore e won him because abraham was a sacrificial man is that said abraham a boy for ya ya john chapter 12 verse 24 the bible tells us that a seed will remain one unless it is planted unless it is planted and it dies and gets corrupted that sacrifice okay. unless it falls down dies get corrupted before it will rise up and become a huge otherwise it will remain one, one that money you have until you sow it you will finish it and you will be in need that thing in your house that you can sow if you don't sow it waste Meanwhile, you could have sacrificed that phone to raise money for a sacrifice. You could have used that, that, that special thing in your house. That thing that can fetch you money. That important thing that when you are releasing, you, are, you, you, you cry. You can sacrifice it. And it will raise money to do the work of God. And see if the Lord God is a liar. They that go about weeping. Very precious seeds. They that go about weeping. Bearing precious. They will come back with joy and their harvest with them. By the time we are coming back, may you be one of us. I said, may you be one of us. With joy and gladness. Clap your two hands together for the Lord. Do it better. Do it better. Are you happy you came? Are you happy you came? 
David said, I will not give anything to God that didn't cost me. Bible says, If you're taking it, cast or cast me as I uh, Second Samuel 24. Second Samuel 8. I want you to start thinking about what you can do to God. That will make you cry. That will make you shake. That will make you hungry for the next time for fight. Something you can give to God. That will make you feel it. That today they have done something I've never done before. Your only son. Because you didn't keep him from me. See, after, after all, Abraham himself had about eight more sons. Abraham, Abraham, Abraham. After this, he had eight more sons. He was over hundred, over hundred years. But he had the strength to have more children. You don't know what I'm saying. If you can engage sacrifice, what they say can never happen for you. It will happen repetitively. What can you give to the Lord that will cost you? What do you have? The woman said, I don't have money, but I have oil in my house. And then the prophet Elijah said, that is it. That, is it. that oil is the secret to your blessing. You don't have anything, but you have something at home. Something that can generate more money than even what you are thinking. It is called sacrifice. It is called sacrifice. It is called sacrifice. Putting your salaries together. But Pastor, how will I survive? It is called It is painful. That is how God will provide. You either sacrifice or you forget it. That is why they are famous all over. We cannot continue to be insignificant. We must do something that can move us. Tell someone by your side, do something before you die. Lose something so that you can gain something. What should be my sacrifice? For some of you, when you even give 3,000 Ghana, it's not a sacrifice. Because God knows you are worth more than that. When you put your properties together, it's more than that. When you check your salary, it's more or very close to that. It can't be a sacrifice. For some of you, even 10,000 is not enough. What can you be? What can you do? Ask the Lord right now. Ask the Lord right now. Ask the Lord right now. Lord, what should I give you? Lord, what should I give you? What is my Isaac? That's it. God will not give you what you can't give to him. If 5,000 is too much, then he can't give it to you. If 10,000 is too much, then he cannot also give it to you. 
What sacrifice are you ready to give to them? This morning we are going to sacrifice. What sacrifice are you going to give? What sacrifice? You may not have it here. Like Hannah did. She made a vow. And she paid her vow. It is a curse to vow and not pay. She made the vow. And she kept her vow. When Japheth was going to battle, Japheth made a vow to God. He said, If you give me victory, and I become the king, anything that comes out of my house to meet me, to meet me, to celebrate with me, the first person who comes from my house, I'll give the person and sacrifice for you. Hey! What an oath! Whatever. After he went, God gave him victory. When he got back dancing for the victory, lo and behold, his only daughter, only child, was the one who came out of the house. And when Jephthah saw her, her dancing became tears. He started crying. He started crying because he had given God a vow. And so he killed his own daughter and sacrificed. Otherwise, he would have been cursed. Yeah, that sacrifice. It will make you cry. It will make you cry. But it is the way to the top. You two, you will be famous, what? You two, you will break through, what? You two, you will become strong, what? Sacrifice something. Sacrifice something. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. Beloved, thank you for listening to this message by Reverend Prince Lai. If you have been blessed by this message and have not surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, kindly say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died, that I may live. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. I believe I am a child of God. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you have said this prayer, know that your sins have been forgiven and you are now a new creation. We invite you to worship with us on Sundays at Odoko, adjacent Best Point Savings and Loan, Odoko Market. For more information, please call 0543-248-982 or 0241-372-895. God richly bless you.